Hello, and welcome to Unquiet Blood, 12-Sided Stories 5E Vampire the Masquerade Show. This tale is rules light, story heavy, and covered in blood. And now, our GM, Mac Beauvais. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 9 of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and oh my god, we're ramping up towards the finale here, guys. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you guys, everybody introduce yourselves because I don't want to do it. Okay, perfect. I'll do it. Hi, Terry Gamble here, playing Issachar Foray, um, cult leader, your favorite. Come join me. Thanks. I'm Abrea Iyengar playing Stella Martingale, the hipster succubus, a.k.a. the love witch. I'm Michelle Otis, and I play Maria Zog, uh, the artiste. Hi, I am Wes Otis. I'm playing John LaRoche. So let's go ahead and recap what happened last time. And gosh, there's a lot to try and remember. We started out back at the ranch where Stella showed up with a couple bodies in the trunk of her car and they were shooting a music video out at the ranch. So hijinks ensued. You paid for a little bit and then had to go sleep in the dirt. Yep. So that was exciting. Oopsie. Uh, we had Maria, who had managed to ghoul the owner of the sacred grounds. And between you and Issachar, managed to take over Edward's secret bunker underneath the coffee shop. As you do. Who knew? John took Chell on a date, and it ended very sweetly to everybody's surprise. There was the break-in of Hellfire again with John and Issachar. You managed to get a laptop and John also managed to get his face ripped open by his sire who backhanded him and surprisingly did not murder him straight up right then and there. And then the laptop was subsequently taken to the police station to be broken into to try and figure out what's on it. At that point, Stella did indeed ghoul a police officer which was awful fun. And you found out that the Sokar Company has a bunch of locations of Hellfire Clubs along the West Coast. I believe we ended with everybody approaching the doorway to Hellfire with blaring music playing, and uh, that's where we're going to pick up. So everybody is on the outside of Hellfire. Boots and pants. Aren't we always on the outside of Hellfire? Well, yes, but I think so that's speak. going to change very quickly. Ooh. I have an important note that I wrote down that Stella, for maybe the first time ever, is wearing pants. Yeah, we had a whole thing yep. about that. Yep. <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> to remind everyone the most important thing in the recap is that I'm wearing pants. Yeah. And I'm very confused by them. Like, they're so binding. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to buy the tight ones. I, are there other kinds of pants? <laughs> <laughs> Does that that doesn't sound work? right. She really doesn't understand pants. I don't. No, not at all. Before we walk into this place, do we have a plan? I was just thinking we should work the room and look for humans with weapons that we might be able to uh, alleviate them 
you know, that's just a thought. Guns would be good. Yeah, I don't mind looking for guns. I figured I'd just be talking to any political people I could find there because there's going to be people there. Hopefully you can influence them. Basically, yeah? yeah. If things go south, we just need to beat feet. You know, we don't want to hang out. Definitely be on the lookout for Second Inquisition people. I'm just worried that if we let her carry off whatever announcement she has in store, we'll not be able to come back from that. I don't know how we stop her from making an announcement. She's very powerful and she's kind of in the her nest, <laughs> her, her spot. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think there's a way we can stop her from making an announcement. I think that how they say low key is the way to go. If we can find somebody that's in her organization that we can turn or ghoul or persuade or something and get someone on the inside on her side, then we'd finally at least not be two steps behind her at every corner. So you will note that the uh, door handles have changed on the outside. They are now uh, <laughs> internally lit and painted to look like they are uh, glowing hot metal. Oh, cool. cool. I got to her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you open the doors and start heading in? Sure. I mean, how many people are on the out? Is anybody on the outside or is everybody filed in already? Um, I'm assuming you guys got there a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So people have pretty much filed in and it seemed like uh, there was the invitation okay. to come in that um, Brock was talking about and everything. So okay. it sounds like it was a more limited group of people that they were allowing in tonight. Let's do it. So you enter and there's a foyer area and a bouncer. As you enter, they look at you and do not seem surprised at all to see the four of you and go ahead and let you in. Are the bouncers vampires or are they ghouls? Can we tell? It appears to be a thin blood. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. As you enter the actual club, you get this feeling of passing through something, and it feels a lot like when you go out to visit Madame Rev. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that squelchy feeling as you enter the club. Does it feel as well put together as Madame Rev's? Yeah, it feels very much like hers does. Uh, maybe a little colder. Mm. Okay. But you head in, and the music is blaring and pumping. People are already dancing around. They've got uh, sort of like the go-go dancers in like cages. Everything is, you know, heavy red lights. Uh, the stage has got an actual live band that's uh, getting ready to take over from the DJ who's uh, currently putting everything together. And uh, there's definitely a mix of people in here. You've got vampires and thin bloods and humans. If I didn't know better, or I didn't know that this was a terrible trap of some sort, I would be so excited for this place. It seems pretty cool, yes. Wow, you even think it's cool, huh? Yes, it's, it's a nice place. You know? Could use more crosses, probably, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a little. Sure, John. <laughs> Not enough crucifix for you. Um, he needs his crucifix fix. Yeah. yeah. I need my crucifix. crucifix. <laughs> 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 
It's like every year I assemble my Judy Garland. Yeah. Uh, it's a garland with just pictures of Judy. Yeah. First bet. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. And this has been episode nine of Rocks Fall and Then Dies. Everyone's dead. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do Sense the Unseen. Okay. It's whenever there's something supernatural hiding in plain sight, the storyteller makes a hidden roll of wits plus aspects. Okay. Against a difficulty they choose. All right. So I'm going to have you roll your wits plus aspects then. And the difficulty here is, let's see, it's a contested roll. It's going to be sevens. I have two successes. You're not really picking up on anything specific, but you definitely get this just sense of unease that there is something that's being hidden here, but you don't know what it is. Okay, so I will keep looking. (laughs) Do I see my sire anywhere? She's not in view right now. Okay. What about any city officials or anybody that I would know from town hall or whatever? You do see Lana Prescott has shown up, who's the chief of police that is your contact. Oh. Um, But that's the only person that you see. She definitely looks like she's there checking things out. You will note that there are a number of vampires there that are... uh, the local vampires that you uh, called to meeting recently, okay, including Brock. So I'm going to slowly make my way over to her. Okay. I walk up to her and, hello, Lana. Oh, you're speaking to me now. I'm always speaking to you. I'm sorry. I know I came off as Kurt and... Uh, <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Well, let's move past it, though, okay? It's a new day, so... It's a new night for you. Right. It's a figure of speech. I'm I'm learning. It's a new night next time. Is that all right? Would that work? <sighs> Look, I'm sorry. Let me buy you a drink. Uh, I'm actually on duty. Oh, really? You come to club openings in your position? Well, I did some digging into it, and I wasn't able to come up with anything too concrete that I could really sick the boys on, so... I decided to come down and check it out myself, and I uh, made contact with the club owner who invited me to join them the, for the grand opening. Who's the club owner? Um, somebody named, I think you'd mentioned it before, Isabeau. Okay, well, so here's the thing. I'm a little worried about your safety here, especially without any police presence. You're alone, right? Yes. Yes. Well, Isabeau is a very, very um, dangerous person and um, would have no problem. I, I think that in this situation, go around a little bit, see what you can see, and then go before it gets too late. And not drinking is a good idea for sure. I came armed. Your weapon won't help you. Unfortunately, she's very old and I don't want to see you hurt. You know what I mean? I do appreciate you trying to be here and I will make it, I will compensate you for your time. I don't need compensation. I'm doing my job. I know you don't need compensation. I'm just doing it because... I was harsh with you, and I apologize, but 
be careful, okay? I'll, I'll keep an eye open myself and don't stay too late. I'll do what I can. And I wish I could have brought more I firepower with me, but unfortunately I followed the trail. Everything's coming up clean and legal. Yes, that's how they do things. Um, do me a favor though. When you do leave, if you could just have a car drive by, you know, every so often. So if uh, something does happen, there's a quick response time. I'll do what I can. Thank you. And uh, I will see you soon under less stressful circumstances. And I... Can't wait. I know, you're still angry. You'll get over it, though. I'm very charming, and I just kind of <laughs> make my way. <laughs> Not all of us have enough time to get over it, John. I know. You'll be fine. Oh. So, yeah, that's what I do. This party, I don't... I, what, are we, what are we trying to look for, exactly? As far as I know, we are trying to hunt down Isabel? Yeah, I don't see her anywhere, though. Yeah. I don't like this place. I mean... I kind of like it, which is why I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, I I didn't expect you to come. Oh. Oh, hey, Brock. What's up? Hey. Hey. uh, I wasn't going to come myself, but, you know, I just keeping an eye out on stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, he's so... And uh, I think Stella's just making that, like, ooh face of just, like, the plastered-on smile. Because she knows he's a good guy, but she's just sketched out by him because he's so upbeat. You're not, like, super drunk again, are you? Not what? Oh, you're making a funny face, so. No, yeah. uh, Yeah, we had a little bit to drink earlier. Yeah. I know, but, like, last time I saw you, you were wasted. It was amazing. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) I'm going to kill him. Uh, Maybe we should go grab a drink right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I could do with a drink. Okay, cool. Why don't we just go grab a drink? You're welcome. Thanks. How uh, how many humans are there? Is, is, is the place mostly humans or? Uh, the place actually seems to be a higher ratio of uh, vampires. And then there's a few thin bloods and then a few humans. But there's definitely, it seems like there's more vampires than there are people. What? Uh, or humans, special rather. menu here, I'm guessing? Yeah, over at the bar. They definitely have a... Got an off-menu option. Got it. I suddenly... Hmm. You don't think that they would get rid of the entire vampire population in one fell swoop? I think it is entirely possible. Do you think I should avoid the drink is what you're saying? Possibly, yes. 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 Whoa. I would. I would. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to listen in, but I'm standing right here. No, but so that's okay. get it. It's fine. But if they're trying to poison us, that would be a very easy way to do it. Well, but they're definitely not going to do it before the announcement. Exactly. I mean, Ooh. we're all here in one location. It's like you know. We're also underneath the damn shield. Did you feel that when you walked yeah. in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's only one cop, and she's pissed at me. So I don't know what we're going to do if things go. Like the wrong. cops were going to help us here. Yeah. Honestly. Yes, but it it's she's doing everything legally, so she's trying to keep it under the radar. So if there were more cops, she might not do something as flamboyant as kill us all in one spot. Do that would suck. Yes, it would. So yeah, I would avoid the drink or you have taste of uh, 
Vote, right? Or whatever. Vite. <laughs> yes. or uh, Taste for blood. Maybe, maybe a taste a little and see if it's all pure or whatever. Okay. Thanks for putting me out there. So You've, rude. And I'm going to go and order. I've seen you drink worse. Come on. All right. I feel like <laughs> the real oh, announcement here so is that out. we're getting. Yeah. Is this all just an elaborate it's intervention, not an intervention for me? No. <laughs> rude. We but know. I would believe it. We promised we'd wait six months between every intervention. Thank you. That's the least you could do. Uh, yeah. Then so I'm you're going to get the drink and you're going to do a uh, taste for blood. Yep. All right. Uh, what is the role on that again? Uh, it's free for me. It's resolve plus blood sorcery. All right. Let's do it. And your difficulty is just going to be uh, fives. Three successes. Three. Cool. Is that not a four? No, this is a bad Oh, that's a bad? Yeah. Oops. (laughs) That's fine. Never mind. So three successes. Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell what this is. And it is actually Thin Blood. Blood. Hey, guys. It's Thin Blood. Blood. Oh, that's... We need to let everyone know. We can't let our vampires unknowingly drink Thin Blood. Right? Yeah. How does it taste, though? Oh, just delicious. I know it tastes delicious, Stella, but come on. I mean... That's not cool, though. She's making us unwittingly practice diablery and consume. I'm not okay with this. Okay, we got to figure out a way to let people know without, like, making a crazy ruckus, though, right? Before this announcement. Can you describe the ruckus? Sorry, had to. (laughs) It's from a show. The look. (laughs) Aware. Yes, I... Maybe. John, you're so... I don't know how you knew that. Modern... Uh, modern joke. Um, yes, we, we need modern to... Modern 30 years old. <laughs> That's modern for John. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out how not to cause a kerfluffle. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. Thanks, yes, John. There we go. All right, so... <laughs> kerfluffle. <laughs> so we need to figure out how to let people know. Um, you know what? Might be just even easier... Might just go behind the bar over there and what? Break the thing. Break the tap or something. Is it pouring out of a tap or are they bottles or how do they how are they serving it? Oh yeah, it's they've got stuff that it's a full bar, so it's Mm. everything that you might want. But the blood did come out of a beer tap. Okay, I think I'm just gonna go see about. Before you do, maybe we should see we talked about getting weapons like getting guns or whatever Mm -hmm. maybe we should try to liberate some guns before we do that I have my crossbow oh you do where are you keeping the crossbow don't ask questions you don't want the answer to maybe I do please tell me you're wearing like a really cool like capelet or something yeah she's Uh, got like uh, yeah, it's one of those like little like half capelets with like the free arm and it's just like stuck to her back okay cool awesome yeah um my question is where is the tap hooked up to? Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but I want to make sure we break the source of where it's wherever they're pulling, trying to pull it from. May I ask you, um, did we look at the plans before? Stella. May I ask I you, Stella, you does it taste fresh or does it taste like it was taken and put into a container? Taste bottled. It's definitely bottled. I would say this is connected to a keg, not a Kevin. All right. <laughs> that was my fear. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good we one. Open, we open a room, just yep. <laughs> <laughs> bodies. It's a microbrewery. It's just a bunch of hipsters. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's the other spout. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hipster this blood. blood. has a lot of hops in it, and I don't it's so know hoppy. why. It's so hoppy. This blood tastes so ironic. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> a little too. <laughs> Okay. The P in IPA stands for Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isaac and Adam. <laughs> Isaac, Paul, and Adam. So are there any guards around that, that we just can look at and go, hey, that they, we know that guy's carrying or whatever? There don't really seem to be security guards that you can see. Hmm. Well, that would make sense. Um, all right, then go do it. If I, I don't think we, we yeah, should I'm wait. I'm just going to go break the tap right here, and then we'll figure out the source. I can't tell if it's a long draw or a short draw on this tap system. I'll be back. Okay, oh, there's... like a distraction? Yeah, because there is a bartender. Yeah, yeah I'm going to... Can you go talk uh, to the, the bartender? Yeah, somewhere? is the bartender human? Uh, the bartender is human and appears maybe to be gold. Right, nice. be- right before she does this, I go over to the police chief. I said, you need to go now. For your own safety, just just head out. Okay. Thank you. And I'm just gonna try to distract the the ghoul to bartender. Mm-hmm. And she's very pleasant. How can I help you? Hi. Uh, I just there's some drinks I wanted to try. I don't know what's in it. So I was at this one bar, and I'm just gonna start describing like three different drinks all at once. Like I think there's whipped cream. I think there's some sort of like egg. There's like egg in it. She's like reaching for various things while listening. No, that doesn't to you. look right. It's supposed to be like green, but not that green. Eyes are starting to glaze over a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, and I'm gonna go back behind the bar right now and just like, because I'm strong. Yeah, <laughs> just break <laughs> off. Yeah, um, you know when you when you're brawly, you're brawny. Hold yeah. smashy. But you also don't want them to really notice that so you're I've doing got it, stealth, right? So stealth and brawl. Um, actually, I'm gonna. This is a weird combination, but Please. I'm gonna have you do strength and uh, stealth. Ooh! So you're and stealth. Okay. You're trying to be sneaky about how strong you are. Sneaky strong. Sneaky strong. <laughs> and uh, difficulty is sixes. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Successes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that tap just goes right off in your hand. Very, very quietly. And I just but... crumble it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just crush it. Okay. Yeah, so it's, um, you can see that there is like tubing that it was connected mm-hmm. to, but uh, you've successfully broken off the tap. Awesome. All right, I'm going to go, you guys, I'm going to go look around back and see where this draws to. Uh, should you go th- with someone? Yeah. Do you- Maybe Marie? Marie? Oh, yeah. I know what your name is. I'm confused. He doesn't know what his own name is. <laughs> Stella's good in in bar situations, so she should stay here with me. Stella has unfortunately gotten very into describing this drink. Like, it was on fire. I think it was on fire. Can you do a drink on fire? Like, light it on fire and then cup to cup. Never mind. Take whoever you want. Uh, I'm explicitly forbidden from doing any drinks on fire here. Let's see it. Then, uh, while they're doing that, I'm going to go to Brock, or I'm going to say, now, Brock. I need you to do one very important thing. Go around to the other vampires we know are the city's vampires and just let them know to keep it quiet, but that the blood is tainted. Don't tell them what it's tainted with. Just say it's tainted, don't drink it. Got it? Okay, that's, uh, ugh. I know. Bogus. 
Yeah, I know, but we need to let them know so that they stop drinking. The, the keg's been turned off, but they still have bottles all over the place. Okay, I can do that. All right, thank you. So Brock goes off and starts, you know, whispering to the other vampires about stuff. And as uh, he's doing that, Lana comes back over to John. Lana, I told you to go. I tried. What do you mean you tried? They won't let you out? I can't get out the door. Come with me. And I go with her to the door. Mm -hmm. Who's at the door? No one. The door won't open at all. Door opens for you. I let her out. She can't. She can't move past a barrier? <laughs> Fuck. And it's going to be a short episode for this, and we're going to end it right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> yes. So uh, hopefully everybody doesn't mind a short episode. We're rolling into our big finale for episode 10. Uh, I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais, your GM. And you can find me everywhere as at strange like that. Oh, hello. You can find me at the Terry Gamble. Thanks for waving, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> All the people listening can totally hear that and see that. I just thought it was funny. Uh, it was. It was classic. Um, it was perfect. Um, you can find me at the Terry Gamble on the internet, Facebook, Twitter. Not as much on Facebook, really, I'll be honest. Um, but Twitter and Instagram, for sure. Um, or at TerryGamble.com. Um, yeah. Yeah. And more. And horror movie survival guide as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. So cool. And sometimes it's saving throw show and sometimes. with the Bria and sometimes, sometimes. Weren't you just on hyper RPG as well? I was you doing were. Swordfall. It was yeah. super fun. Yeah. Hopefully we get to do that again. We'll see. I'm like very optimistic. Right? It was very fun. Brandon, finish your, finish your, the game. Your ding dang game, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm a Bria Iyengar sitting with a drink. She got a drink. I'm just saying the stinger for this episode is that she's sitting with this like wild drink that she's called the love witch and it's delicious and it's foamy. And super good. Awesome. Mm. Cool. <laughs> you did it. Uh, you can find me on social media at Quiddy, Q-U-I-D-D-I-E. And I do a ton of streaming. You can catch me on Happy Jacks RPG, Hyper RPG, and Saving Throw Show. And I'm Michelle Otis. You can find me on the Twitter um, at Michulu, M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. And once in a blue moon on Insta. Uh, really rarely, but I'm there sometimes. Also at Mishulu. Uh, you can also get my music through Plate Mail Games or through Drive Through RPG. And I am Wes Otis. Uh, you can find my stuff on Plate Mail Games as well. Um, and if you, uh, if you like the show, give us a review on any of the podcast platforms. That's always helpful. Or give us a shout out. Or if you really, really like the show and want to join our Patreon, we would love that. You get early content and extra content and all the content. Thank you so much. And that's it. And uh, look forward to our big finale. <laughs>